it'll be fine. I, uh, I updated Audacity. Yeah. Because I realized I hadn't, like, it doesn't automatically do it or anything. Yeah, and you hadn't done it in 10 years. And I hadn't done it in so long. And, uh, I don't know if it's, I don't know what's going on on my end, but it's picking up a little bit of extra ambient sound, so we'll see if it... Sounds like crap might, or not? Might might not sound as good as normal. Do you want to okay. run it back and see real quick? Nah, it's fine. It's just a little bit more than normal. It's not like a huge deal. Yeah. I got one of those audio interfaces for guitar stuff. Yeah. So I might actually just get an XLR mic at some point. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Get a stream, nice stream XLR mic. Yeah, for as much streaming as I do. <laughs> a little pot filter on there and like a cage and everything. Yeah. Are you doing guitar stuff or did you get that for for when you and Larry did your song? Well, so, yeah, I got it primarily for, because I can take it, it's, it's pretty small, so I can like take it home. Yeah. But I got it also because it's pretty cool like what exists out there for like virtual amps and pedals and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I never really like looked into that too much. And instead of like investing in actual like hardware, okay. yeah. I yeah. I can just like screw I can just plug my guitar in there and screw around and Yeah. Cuz I can't really play. I suck at it. Yeah, that's what um, I was asking. Yeah, no. I mean, I'd like to get better. I'm playing all the time, but it's not really. I'm, I don't really have any like hopes for me doing anything with that anytime soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'll be nice to just capture a direct feed of it instead of using a microphone next to my amp. <laughs> yeah, and then that's its own uh, like thing: miking amps, and then. Oh yeah, I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. It didn't sound terrible, but it. It definitely didn't sound great either. <laughs> well, you're not going for a nice, clean sound, really, are you? No, <laughs> I didn't. No. I didn't think you would be, but no, it's gonna be. It's gonna be down and dirty DIY everything. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, it's really interesting that putting that together was really interesting. Your interface and everything. Or yeah, your, so- your song. You mean everything? All that whole process was. Did you guys finish it? Fascinating. We finished one. Do, yeah. you, do you like how it turned out? I it's a I mean it's a demo. Like we didn't you know, we didn't make it like I didn't clean it up. It's really messy. Transitions are weird. Yeah. So yeah. my drums are weird. I want to redo them. Yeah. But uh yeah, I'm I'm happy with it. It's fun. We already have the I like the ideas for the next one. So Yeah, it's pretty wild. It's finally happening. <laughs> After talking about it for how long? Like, since we were in high school. Are you guys still Cannibal Android? Or no. no. What's the band name? I am not going to reveal that yet. Okay. Because uh, as far as, like, cl- like claiming it on things, you know, I don't want to put it out there yet. So I'll announce it at some point on the show whenever we feel comfortable with it being posted places. Yeah. But yeah. Uh this is not the music cast. This is the Whiff Punish Games cast. I'm Nick, joined by AJ Suave. We're gonna talk about games. Something I haven't played much of. Really? <laughs> no. 
<laughs> no, I've just been so busy. Uh, I played a couple things. Yeah, I feel like but... I have a ton since the last episode. Yeah, you probably do. I I do not. But uh, where do we want to start? I have a question for you. Okay. Uh, cue the foreboding music, because I know every time I say something like that, you're like, oh no, what's he going to bring now? You're going to put me on the spot about something I don't know how I'm going to answer. No, um, I saw a statistic that said PlayStation 5 is the fastest selling console of all time. Yeah, yeah, I heard that too. And it's pretty I crazy for it being hard to get, right? Well, do you think it's because... There's just so many scalpers that still have it, or do you think it's like legitimately oh. that many PS5s in the wild? Yeah, I guess. Well, I think I think total. Yeah, and what, and total what does that like? Sales. What does that even mean? Is that like a, a marketing statistic, like like that they're yeah. just using because that's how modern marketing works? They find a saying that they can. Yeah, I mean, statistics are fun. Yeah, right. Like statistics are fun and and it leads to people talking about it, which is happening right now. You know, I, that's that's primarily the reason I think. But it is it is funny to think like, are those numbers totally fake because of scalpers? Like, are they really holding on to that many of them or what? I don't know. I don't even look anymore. I don't even know like what they're going for secondhand at this point. I just saw that thing recently. Um, was it like the New York Times or whatever interviewed like some teenager that has made a ton of money on them? Did you see that? No, I didn't see it. Yeah, a, a, he's a, somehow managed to get a lot of them and resell them. You know, with marked up price. Right, because he has a bot. He has a and, he, and he's algorithm. yeah probably yeah Pro- probably yeah. I didn't read how he actually did it. That's but, big yeah. for shoes like. The shoe market, yeah. it, tennis shoe market's like aftermarket and yeah, stock X prices and all that stuff. Yeah, I have since we've done the last two episodes. I have been like sort of trying, trying to get, get one. It hasn't worked. The closest I got was so far was it was in my cart from Best Buy, like actually in my cart, which they do a, sp- a silly game on their end in the first place. Yeah. Where where you add it to your cart and then it's not actually there and you have to wait a few more minutes and then maybe it'll show up there. Yeah. And when it does, you have to like be really quick and I apparently hesitated. I had just enough no, I like know do I mean. really need this? <laughs> do I'm I glad, really want this? I'm glad to be done with that because it's a stupid process. It is it is stupid. The yeah. the best one my recommendation is the PS Direx just because they give you a virtual queue that says you have this many minutes to wait. Yeah. And it'll tell you if you're in the queue and the PlayStation 5s are done being sold. Mm-hmm. And it only lets enough people into the store to be able to handle the checkout at one time. So if you actually get in the store, then you you, you have like you have to do it fast. You don't you can't sit on a decision like you're saying. But Yep. <laughs> but once you're in, you have like 15 minutes to check out and it works. So yeah. like literally every time they do a direct, if you just get in, and the queue's random. It's not the first like people that show up. They just take like a random. Right. So, right. I don't. I got sick of of like refreshing web pages and refreshing cards yeah. and mashing on the like confirm purchase, confirm purchase, confirm purchase button only for it to be like no, your order didn't go through, even though you have. It's just yeah. it was a mess. I keep. The, the thing I keep going back and forth on is, like, 
It's going to be really difficult to get for a while, so I should probably get one. But I still don't really actually need one or want one that bad. And it's just this dumb limbo period. I mean, <laughs> price is really... It's not the price. It's not the price thing. Well, if, if you're not saving any money, then why not just get it? If you're not worried well, about saving what any if, money. Well, because what if they redo another one? Like, what if they do a refresh on it quicker than they did the PS4 Pro? You know, like, what if there's a redesign I'm of sure it? I'm sure there'll be a redesign of it. You can bet on that. Right. And yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, when will that be? Right. Like maybe it'll be sooner than it was before because they'll find some way to like use their materials better because materials are so hard to get or something, you know, and that's so, where I keep I'll that's what this. keeps holding me back. Because it's like, why am I, I what if I buy it and then they immediately have a brand new one that's like if they, better and everything. If they have a brand new one that's better, you're not going to be able to get that one for that's true. Seven years either. Probably. I mean, we've never been in a situation like this ever. Yeah, with it's stuff like weird. this, like the Wii, the Wii was really, I think, a out of the ordinary, right? Like the Wii was the last time something like this really happened, and it was yeah. like for a really extended period of time. And I still think that was like on purpose. Yeah, by it, Nintendo. Nintendo purposely doesn't put in as much of their product into the wild as they. Yeah, and they did the same thing with the Switch. It wasn't it wasn't yeah. a resource availability problem, so. Yeah. As far as I know, maybe it was, and we just weren't privy no, to that. I've heard Nintendo, with their manufacturing, they don't manufacture, like, other companies. Like, with... They don't produce a ton in hopes to sell them. They only produce, like, X amount that they know they'll sell. That, yeah. And mm-hmm. so, that's one of the ways that they make good money, is they're never overproducing. Yeah. Or they're trying not to overproduce, I guess, but... Yeah. I don't know. I just want a black PS5 also. <laughs> yeah, that that doesn't exist either. Uh, yeah, so like that's it's it's just so many like open-ended like things that we don't have answers to like cuz you know, they're still slowly putting games on PC and like and is that going to continue to happen? Hired a, and, uh, a PC port developer like just yeah. bought bought one of those companies. Yeah, like so it just again it just keeps coming back to like do I really need this now? It's not so much a it's not a price thing. It's like is it just an extraneous item that I would have, you know? I'm channeling Josh Simon a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you are a little bit. You're you're thinking yeah. about it real hard. Um, yeah, I mean cuz I really like I wouldn't use it, you know? Like you I wouldn't, wouldn't play I'd, play, I'd play I'd play two games. Yeah, I'd play two games and then I wouldn't use it. So and well, we have no idea what's on the horizon. <laughs> horizon's on the horizon. It's, you know, it's on PS4. Like, if I really want to play that, I can play it on PS4. I don't think I will, but still. Well, I do think Ratchet and Clank is really effing good. You want to start yeah. there? Yeah. Um, Tell me about it. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, it's a, it's a Ratchet and Clank game. There's nothing, like, revelatory, really, about it. It just... yeah. It runs so good, and it looks so good, and it feels so good, <laughs> and like the it is ani- so good. The animation, uh, it looks like a Disney Pixar movie, and they did quite a bit of writing and storytelling to go with your weapon upgrading and combat, and yeah, 
on the whole as a package, I think it's just an awesome game. And um, they really made use of the solid state hard drive stuff, like with the the dimensional um, yeah jumps and all that stuff. Um, the game's called Rift Apart because minor spoilers for the story. This is like first two minutes of the game. But if you don't like to know anything, which is me in a lot of cases, I'm just warning you now. <laughs> um, but event- essentially the game's about they open this, they, they did damage the temporal portal and there's like the world's collapsing into the dimensions are like cla- collapsing on each other. So it provides yeah. a really good example for uh, Insomniac to like kind of pay homage to all their old games. They can like bring enemies back and stuff just in, in the name of gags, like for, you know, a portal opens, this enemy comes through and like, they don't have to explain it or. Yeah, sure. So they can just use all their enemies from every game. Um, That's funny. I never considered that. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, they can do that with characters. They can do that with, right. It's just a really good premise for a video game that makes sense in the world of the video game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's it, it's an excuse uh, to bring another Lombax into the story and for Ratchet yeah. and Clank to both get like dimensional counterparts that they can expand emotionally uh, with. Mm-hmm. And I think so far I'm probably 10 hours-ish into the game. Um, maybe a little less than that because it's probably only like a fifteen-hour game or so. I heard it's so. pretty short, yeah. But, um, yeah, they it's just you know it's a Ratchet and Clank game. You're shooting things, collecting bolts, paying for upgrades, and they're upgrading as you use them. Yes, and uh, it's fairly easy. Like I don't really have to strategize with the weapons I'm using. I'm kind of just mashing mm-hmm. switch to the next weapon just to create chaos. Yeah, uh, but it's fun and. I think it's it's a good example of Sony and modern high-end games using like a cartoonish uh, style, like animation style, uh, and and using all the hardware that's available to make that stuff look as good as possible. And I want more games like that. Really, mm-hmm. is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, it's always like. It's always really impressive what Nintendo manages to squeeze out of their like limited really hardware, limited stuff. Yeah. yeah, and just imagining like something like a Mario game on modern hardware. Yeah, would Mario be with ray tracing. Like you can see reflections in Clank's metal and <laughs> Mario with. You ray can tracing. see all the hairs on Ratchet's body. Yeah, and it's yeah. just it, it looks amazing, and there's literally no load times for anything. So everything, all the transitions like from this part of the game to this part of the game happen like they do in um, Last of Us where it just kind of, there's no load screen or anything. Like the game just just flows, it's seamless and it just makes the game feel awesome. Mm -hmm. Like it's so smooth. You're just playing Mm -hmm. it and that's sweet. The sound, the music's really cool and I'm doing all, I'm like, I'm, I've, doing the gold bolts and all that stuff just because oh, yeah. I, I want to use the weapons and I want the stuff to collect. Yep. And the gold bolts give um, opportunities for, 
like uh, what normally would be cheat codes for games. So like you can turn big head mode on and off, or you can change yeah. the damage numbers on and off, or you can put filters on the on the game. And that's a series uh, that is definitely one I I get almost you, everything you play all of it. every time. Yeah, yeah. like the even. Uh, the, you're supposed to do like repeated plays of those games, so like the only one I didn't do that with was the remake of the first one. Yeah, but yeah, like those those are still games that I like want to, I want to get all the stuff because yeah. it's fun to get all the stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, that's that's what I'm doing. I, I really don't have anything negative to say about the game, except that yeah. there's been a couple planets where I wanted to explore, and the mobility around the planet was kind of limited. Yeah. Because of like it being a water planet where you have to like use a a sea do in between the little islands and sometimes the availability availability of those sea dews aren't enough or like Oh no. They're they're just I got I, I was like getting stuck and it was a little frustrating for me to try and collect these things because I didn't have like full access Man. to so they didn't they didn't look like that's that's like a perfect example of like how Bowser's Fury did yes, the, yes. the thing. Yeah, like on demand at all times, anytime you are on the edge of water. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah. That's, so there's there's a couple pr- problems that I've run into, but I have gained more mobility since I've had that issue and it's not near the problem that it was when I originally yeah. was getting frustrated. But also there's nothing in the game to tell you, hey, you should come back and do this objective. Like, it'll mm. just show you on the map that you have these uncollected things. And if you're, like, painstakingly trying to check boxes instead mm-hmm. of just, like, kind of playing the story and then coming back when you have stuff, then you could run into that a little bit, mm. which is what happened mm-hmm. to me. So. Does it uh, does it do anything special with the dual sense? Yeah, it, it uses, like, the alt-fire and main-fire stuff, just like Returnal did, where you have... Oh, uh, okay. Half pull the trigger halfway down and it does one thing you pull it full way down it does another thing so yeah. that that's cool um the vibrations are neat with the different weapons and things like that it's just another layer of immersion on the game yeah so yeah i think i mean for sure it's a shining uh jewel <laughs> in the playstation crown it's a, it's a great exclusive for playstation yes, 5 absolutely absolutely yeah, and I I really I, do think like their exclusives are really strong. Like coming out of the gate, it's been out not a yeah, full sure. year yet. Yeah, and we've had a good five or six games, right? Four. I mean, I think. a lot of them are still available on PS4, but right, four you know. four true exclusives. Yeah. So, Returnal, Astrobot, Demon Souls, and Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. And then if yeah. you throw in like the cross gen ones like Spider Man and stuff, I think I think the PS five library is like starting off pretty good. So that's exciting. Yeah. I really want to know what is on the horizon. Like, I know. You've been saying that like, for, for yeah, three I mean, years before the PS five came out. And it but be, yeah, and because we like knew everything, it's 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 very strange. You know, I, I would love for them to do their update or something because you know e3 is came and went so like 
What you up to, Sony? I know. You're just waiting to hear that you don't have to buy a PS5 and you want to get yep. all this stuff on PC. I know. Yep. That's also what I'm waiting for. That's I, exactly I would, the I would news like to, that you want I would to like know. to have a roadmap more yes. of why I should get a PS5. Yes. Yes, I do. I do want that. Yeah. It's true. But uh, we, we talked about Mario came up a couple times and I got a Mar- There's a new Mario game out. Woohoo! Here's a here's a fun Mario side story. My brother has two kids. The uh-huh. oldest one is three, and he I got the Mario Kart for their birthday, and they started playing like Mario Odyssey. And bro, they are so obsessed with Mario. It's ac- actually insane. Three year old and a and a one year old. They're just running. That's around. really young, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. But that's my fun Mario Sarge story. Continue with Mario Golf, which is a game that I also purchased and funny, haven't funny played story. It. Tell me, tell me what Mario Golf's subtitle is. Super Rush. Is that what it's called? Because I actually don't know. I think it's called Super <laughs> Rush. Mario Golf Super Rush. I gotta look yeah, it up. So- Keep talking. I, I that sounds right. Uh, so yeah, there's a new Mario Golf out on yeah, Switch. It it's Super Rush. Okay, Super Rush. Yeah, I literally didn't know that, truly, and that's so funny because I've played it only twice now, I guess. But still, I bought it and didn't even look at the name. Do the subtitles of Mario games really matter, though? Well, so no, they don't. But it's like, it's especially just fun- when it's the subtitle is Super Wii U Deluxe New Brothers. Yeah. Especially those don't matter, but it for it's just hilarious to me that like I you know it was just it ir- irrelevant. It ha- there was no reason for it to even have a subtitle. I couldn't have told you what it was. But anyway, so that's out now on Switch, and I've actually never played a Mario Golf game. This is the first one. I just skipped them. Do you like golf games? I used to love the Tiger Woods games. Yeah, me too. Like on like I, GameCube. Like in. I don't know when we were still in high school. Yeah, that was like the peak time I was still golfing and like a little yeah. bit into into college. But that like peak period of me golfing consistently. Did you play like was, career modes on those games and stuff? Like yeah. build a golfer and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like I really liked playing the Tiger Woods games and like they were, you know, I checked them out constantly when I worked at GameStop. Like it was it was just fun. It was fun to play. That was a good. That was a good like local multiplayer game to like pass the controller with people yeah that's a that's so, how i played the most yeah it's been a long time though like i haven't probably played a tiger woods game since like 2007 well, or something they don't exist <laughs> and, anymore and they, do they and They're... they and they don't exist they changed you know he got into trouble they changed the name they stopped making them all this stuff happened yeah, so yeah. like i haven't played a golf game in a million years basically and so like you didn't play golf story no i didn't Oh, uh, okay. So I think that for, was one of I think that was one of the first things you talked about as a guest on Two V One. Golf Story. Golf Story. Mm-hmm. Golf Story is great game. You guys should check that out on your Switch or PC. Um, oh, is it on PC? Yeah, I think I don't think it's a Switch exclusive. I actually thought it was a Switch exclusive. I don't know. I don't but, know who yeah. makes it, but me neither. I little thought it was indie just, game. Yeah, it's a little indie game. Uh, but I imagine the controls are going to be are similar in that game to what they are. I in, think, yeah, and like Mario. every golf game ever yeah, uses the, the same the meter <laughs> with the yeah click A for power and then A for accuracy or whatever button you're pressing again. Yeah, so you mean you're not Mario playing golf, with mo- motion controls. I'm not. No, I, I, you on, you're what? the motion control king, bro. I should try. I wonder if it even recognizes motion control. 
It, it has does. to, right? It does. It's well. It's in. I read a couple reviews that said the motion controls are fun, but they don't offer in much in terms of competitive, like okay. accuracy. Like it's more like yeah, you like just you swing shouldn't. the thing and it does. Yeah. So if you're like trying to play the game, then you shouldn't use motion controllers. Really. Well, let's talk about heard. let's talk about how the game doesn't offer much. Period. <laughs> uh, it's very bare bones. Very. So I, uh, I'm curious, I, like what bare bones means, because well, there's I've, only six courses. Okay, I played Mario Tennis, which I thought uh-huh. was really good, but I would say that game didn't have a ton. It didn't sound like it did. I didn't play it in terms of like content. Yeah, and I want to point a finger at Mario Party, Super Mario Party, which was the new Switch game. Which also only offered, yeah, like five again, not ish. much content. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, we've gotten lucky with the the Super Mario Brothers, what Bowser's Fury game. They essentially mm. added a free ten hour game to that re-release, mm-hmm. and the, I mean, Smash Bros. and Kart are like they have so much content, and Smash Bros. is unbelievable well, in terms of content. Cart is a Wii U game that's just ported. They literally I added know. like they didn't add anything. They they barely they they made a couple adjustments to the gameplay, but even the yeah. Wii U version of that game is I loaded. would say the base version had a lot of stuff in it. Yeah. And I, I think DLC wise they only added like four tracks or something. So like or maybe eight. It might have been yeah. eight. So in terms of Nintendo skipping on the content, I'm mad that they're doing a new Mario Party game. Yeah, and it looks awesome. <laughs> It, well, it's funny that you say that because it only has five or six boards. Yeah, but it's like remakes of old ones, so like it's hitting the nostalgia thing for me. And those old ones actually had stuff on them, whereas the new the new Mario Party boards were like basic well, as hell. The problem with the new ones isn't that they don't have stuff on them; it's that they're really small. Yeah, I that's think. what I mean. They're really basic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, There's, they I did mean, like a bunch of stuff where you're paying to switch the paths, and like that's kind of how you. Yeah, like which they is like, focused on that like more yeah. than having like a giant board that. Yeah, I don't know. I'll tell you this: when I saw the announcement for the new Mario Party game, it looks to me exactly like the old Mario Party game. They just pay, make you pay in for another Mario Party. Yeah, game, they totally is, are. I yeah. mean, Nintendo is doing Nintendo bullshit. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. And, like, I, I guess it's not unreasonable that Mario Golf is also not that fleshed out. And it's not really made by Nintendo, is it? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm I don't know. like, 80% it, sure that they're whoever whoever games. makes Whoever makes Nintendo IP games might as well be Nintendo. It does, like, I don't think the distinction really matters anymore. Okay. But it... I don't really care like, either. Yeah, if they're if they're given the rights to make those games, Nintendo is overseeing it. Yeah, very it might closely. as well be a Nintendo game. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So I mean, it doesn't have a lot in it. It has only six courses. They're all eighteen holes, which is good, and all the courses seem to be pretty different for the most part. Uh, there's there's plenty of characters too, and they all play differently. I mean, I've only got to play with like three of them at this point. I really haven't played it too much, but I, all I have played is online with um. Friend Dustin. of the show, Dustin. And uh, that's fun. 
D- just the online stuff is fun. Like, just that's another good just example of like, don't want to play cart, play Mario Golf. Like, it's it's chill, but it's also competitive because speed golf is hilarious. And the like, su- you super rush golf, you mean? Yeah, the super rush speed golf. Yeah, like I mean, it's. It's a great idea. Like, that's a really good idea. And they're apparently going to be adding stuff to that game for free as it goes on. So that's great because it could definitely use some, like, more courses and maybe some, some more tweaks. Out. Maybe it would be it would be interesting if they, like, change how the character ability stuff works a little bit. Because, you know, all the characters have their own abilities. And really, ultimately, all that breaks down to is in in both forms of golf, which is the score or speed, they have a special shot, and that special shot will do stuff to fuck up the other players. Or uh, in the speed golf version, where you're literally running between your shots on the course, which is so awesome. I love that. It's so awesome. Every character has a special like run ability, too. And so outside of that, there's no real difference between the characters other than some stat stuff, yeah. which isn't which so far in my like two times of playing, I don't know how much the stats really matter in this one because how like how the golf courses work in a basic golf video game, you're not going to be hitting the green on a par 4 ever, no matter what with any character. Yeah. You're all going to be you're idealistically you're all going to be hitting the same amount of strokes for the most part. And then it's just up to you not fucking up. Which you do all the time <laughs> because because there's, you know, a couple outside factors leading to that, like character abilities making your ball turn into an egg that you can no longer putt straight. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. But uh it's it's fun I'm okay with it for now. Like, I think it's fun. It's fun to have to play with friends. I haven't touched the single player. I don't know if I will because, like, I don't know that it's worth it. It sounds like it's not really anything interesting at all. Yeah, I would imagine it's more just to introduce you to game mechanics. Yeah, and, like, as far as, like, unlocking things and how character progression works, that's all happening in the background, whether you're playing online or doing single player. So it it doesn't... It doesn't really matter. Yeah, cart works the same way too. You just have to like, you have to like go into the single player to make sure everything unlocks. But yeah, it's it's nice that they do that. It doesn't force you into doing single player stuff, especially if it's not very interesting from the sound of it. But um, yeah, I don't know. Speed golf is really cool. Like I I just that just the idea is so awesome. I can't think of like anything that's done that before. Either. I feel like it might have been in Everybody's Golf, which is another oh, golf really? game that I played. I can remember like mashing the X button to run, and they had really goofy really? run animations. But okay. I can't, I can't remember if it just like made you walk nines, and that's where okay. we were doing it, or if it was like an actual speed golf thing. I played a good bit of that game and stopped playing because, like, they were asking. They wanted me to play the same course over and over and over and over again to like build yeah. up your pro stats, and I just didn't care. Yeah, yeah, because that game's pretty explicitly about building a character, isn't it? Yeah, that's all you can do. Like we couldn't. Yeah. I bought it to play online golf with my buddy Harsh, and like he played it a ton when he got it, and then when I went to play him, he was hitting 
he was driving the ball 400 yards and my guy was driving right. it like 150 because right. I had the starting character. So we couldn't even right. play online together because yeah. his character was 20 hours and mine was six. Yeah, as far as I can tell, that's not how Mario Golf works. Like, you definitely unlock better clubs that hit a little further for each character and stuff, but I don't know. Maybe it makes more of a difference than I realize. I've, again, only played it a little bit so far. Well, traditionally, Mario games are not skill-based, so... Mm -hmm. Only Mario Kart is skill-based. No, that's included when I said... But anyways, uh, yeah, so you're you're not... You're not saying anything that I wouldn't expect of that game. Yeah. And yeah, I don't think it's really like a shock that it's, you know, thin. What it is. <laughs> yeah. I just don't know that I'd recommend it either. Like, I'd, I'd only recommend it if you have friends that you're going to consistently play it with. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't have got it. So. But, yeah, that's Mario Golf Super Rush. Mario Golf Super Rush. What else you got? Anything? Uh, me personally, not really. Do you want to um, stick with Nintendo while we're while we're here? I, yeah, because I don't, I don't, I have like the two other games that I've played with you guys, and that's it. Okay. So, so I said in the last episode that I was gonna start Pikmin three in the course of mm -hmm. my travels. Right. Uh, and I did, and I love it. You love it? I lo Yeah, I like it a lot. I really do. Um, wow. It's weird as heck. Like, it yeah, is, it definitely is. It is so weird. It has the Nintendo brand of, like, is everybody that works at the studio on drugs or, like, <laughs> you know, creativity that they have. It's got the cutesiness. And then it's just such a mishmash of gameplay ideas that I think it creates this thing that is really cool and unique. And it, it reminds me a lot of um, I, a game I recently played, something 101. What was it? Uh, Wonderful 101. Wonderful 101, yeah. And that was sort of like a management RTS action game whereas i would call this one like a management rts puzzle game but with action kind of mm -hmm. so yeah i just i like i like the art style i like the gameplay i do think it's relaxing we talked about how i was yeah, hoping that it would be a relaxing game yeah for the most part it, it for sure is relaxing yeah because there's no like there's no, like, real penalty to taking a long time in most of the levels, right? So, it's interesting how it works. There's, a there's like, a day cycle. Yeah. And you land um, at a specific point, which is a level, and it gives you one day to kind of go out into that level and collect fruit, which is you're using to survive. It's basically a survival game. And also find parts for your ship to fix it up. Right, right. And you use the Pikmin to do this, so in those levels you might find like more power-ups for your Pikmin, more colored Pikmin that do different things, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Um, I can see how it's a game that you didn't finish. <laughs> I feel like this game is not made for Nick Reed. It's very tedious. It's 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 requires patience. 
because the Pikmin are slow and they they have to do you literally have to point them and guide them to do everything. So they have to, yeah. if you want them to go get a part, you got to put ten Pikmin and they go and they carry it back to your ship. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing, the other side of that is you have to get all the Pikmin back to your ship before the day ends, or else they get eaten by the nightlife. So every oh, every yeah. day you're on this like twenty minute schedule kind that's of because right. that's how long a day lasts. Where you're like, well, can, should I start this now? Do I have enough time yeah. in the day? And it's that's this constant right. like, um, anxiety. Really? Yeah, I forgot of, about that part. Of yeah, and I could see how you're just like, don't want to be patient for the Pikmin to do something. But also no. you're working against the clock, and I'm. Yeah, I, I, I was laughing right. to myself about this game. Yeah. I was like, "This game was not made for Nick." Because yeah, I, know. I, yeah, that now that you're saying that, I'm like, yeah, having to worry about losing them and then rebuilding them up if you did lose them, like, yeah, no, yeah, no thanks. So, yeah, to caveat that, I think the game's pretty easy. Like, I have a way too, I have way too many Pikmin. It's not like I'm ever losing them. Yeah, and then like when you collect the fruit. There's an overabundance of fruit in every level, which they just take to make juice. And you, you eventually, it'll show you like how many, you drink one can of juice per day for your team. Mm-hmm. And it'll show you how many like cups of juice you have, which is essentially how many days you could survive without getting more fruit. Mm-hmm. And I have like 27 or something. <laughs> like if I didn't collect any more fruit, I could probably still beat the game. Yeah, you could just from, ignore that part. Yeah, yeah, from where I'm at right now. So I like the game being broken up in like little 15 to 20 minute snippets. That's like a good, um, turn it on, play a day, turn it off. And I've been playing the game kind of at that pace. Yeah. And it's good. It's really nice. And like, I don't, I might do like one or two days. Like if I find a boss or something, I might finish the day out collecting stuff and then go back to the boss first thing next day. Um, but for the most part, like, I just am intrigued that they would come up with an idea like this, and I think it's neat. And oh yeah, I'm glad that I played it. And, and how long ago they actually did? Like it's yeah, it's kinda, GameCube game, kind of wild from GameCube. Yeah, yeah, like here's a here's an RTS game that's actually like done pretty well for a yeah. console. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, and the other thing is. Um, no touch control. Well, I'm not using any touch controls on the Switch. I think they work, but I, I haven't touched yeah. the Switch ever. I think the game works, controls good. Yeah, on the Wii U to to attack, like throw the Pikmin, you had to swipe on the touchpad. Yeah, I just press B. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's that. And then I specifically the game Pikmin 3, there's a lot of puzzles where I'm using multiple members of the crew and having to like trade Pikmin back and forth between each of those yeah, I, uh, to, to solve I, puzzles. I totally forgot that was an aspect of that game. And I think it would be sick it, like to do that with someone who actually like if we could play co-op. I wonder I wonder if Pikmin 3 has online. I it probably doesn't. Cuz uh, I know it offers it has, couch. It has it has multiplayer of some kind. Yeah, I know it has couch co-op. I don't know but if like, it has online. It's a little too much management I think for my wife to play. Like there's yeah. a little too much going on. But I would I think it would be fun like you could really get some stuff done in a day if mm-hmm. we could split the whole Pikmin team in half and you tackled one side of the level and I tackled one side of the level and I think like 
in the name of survival gathering fruits with a teammate like this could be a really cool co-op game and so i yeah. would imagine they haven't abandoned the pikmin, pikmin franchise at no, all like nintendo's so. definitely going to make another pikmin game yeah i'm sure there will be another pikmin <laughs> and if there's online multiplayer for that i'm already like immediately interested because i think that's really cool yeah so that's my two cents yeah. on pikmin it would be it would be ripe for like as they start to embrace online like yes. way more yes. and it was pro- it was maybe who knows maybe it was too difficult to incorporate into that game cuz it might have it i just don't know that it does yeah but yeah i love i i do love like when you fight when you kill the bosses how you have to carry the boss's body back yeah <laughs> that's yeah, so, it's, it's, that's it, very good it's a cool game i it has its own thing for sure yeah um, i i wouldn't say they're bad at all i just didn't want to finish it yeah it's definitely a unique cool thing that exists yeah uh speaking of nintendo by the way we are recording this today and they just announced their (laughs) they did do that today their fancy new switch which is basically a bigger screen on the old switch yeah um which is a bummer yep we were hoping for some performance upgrades and some extended battery life and things like that but it has more storage i think yeah, which doesn't really matter to me because I have memory cards right. anyway. But anyways, um, oh, where was I going with that? I was like, la- if you haven't heard that or seen anything about that, you can watch a commercial. They basically had a commercial of like, here's a new yeah. switch, and it was making me laugh because in the sp- in the commercial they specifically show someone using their cell phone as the chat thing for Holy online. Shit, did they really? Yes. Yes. I didn't notice that. It's. Pr- I was laughing. I was like, they definitely made it a point to show the cell phone because the Switch has no chat. Mon- like That is so chat. funny. Yeah. So look out for that. I thought it was pretty pretty funny. But Nintendo's... That is funny. As awesome as their games are, they're still behind. But still yeah. behind the curve. Yeah. And the, like they're releasing the new one has an OLED screen. And that's what they're calling it. The Switch OLED or whatever. And it just I seems wonder- entirely... It just wonder, feels entirely useless. Like, why, I why are they if, doing that? I'm sure there's some differences in energy consu- in consumption bes- between OLED and LED. So I wonder if that'll save battery life just because... Or it could just be, like, the same thing because they made I it bigger. I don't know. I don't know. My Switch's battery is, like, n- two hours, maybe. Like, it don't get me... If it's not plugged in, I barely get two hours. Huh. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever like played it in handheld long enough to notice. So I, I don't know. I'm never in that situation where I need it for like that much of an extended period of time. But yeah, it's just weird. It, I don't know. I didn't really expect them to do a brand new one. Like there was just the rumors of a 4K version, which I don't know what that even means for the Switch. That's just baffles me. But well, it means yeah. nothing. That was a false rumor. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, unless they um, come out with another one next year, the Switch 4K, the yeah. Switch OLED 4K, the new Switch. Let's 4K. have let's have four different Switch SKUs out there yeah. to confuse the hell out of everybody. Yeah, I don't know. It's disappointing, even though I didn't even expect anything or whatever. Like it's just it's just so strange. Like when they announced, like we watched, I watched that this morning, and I was like. Who is this for? People that don't have a Switch, I guess. It'll like, it'll sell. It's for. I'm gonna buy one. Why? Because 
I've been waiting for a new one to come out so that I can give the other one to my wife. Oh, okay. Well, th- that's a re- that's a legitimate reason. Yeah. As far as like me, there's no reason for me to get one. You know, yeah. like it's it's weird. I don't know. Um, I wonder if it's gonna cost more too. It didn't say anything about that. Uh, I'm did sure it? it'll be more. Than, well, can't be that much more than two hundred. I don't know that they could justify that. Yeah, it's but, Nintendo yeah. though. It's true. It is. It's probably gonna be extremely hard to get anyway. <laughs> like, like everything else, it's probably not gonna be super available. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna scalp. They're gonna the scalpers gonna be out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, do you want to do you want to get into Guilty Gear or do you want to save? Do I want to get into it? Let's save it for last. Okay, we'll save the niche game for the end of the episode because yeah. Uh, well, so the only other thing new thing that I've played is Risk of Rain two, and I only just played that last night with you and Josh. <laughs> yeah, what was your first impression of Risk of Rain two? It's good um, or bad or normal or what you expected or it's what I expected. It didn't blow me away. It's cool. I I liked the first game a little bit. I didn't play a ton of it, but yeah, that was uh that was like one of the first games I played when I moved to Philly, weirdly. Like that's the Yeah. That's like the tie in my brain of like that the original one. But Brisk of Rain is a roguelike I don't even really. It's just a ro. It's pretty standard at this point. Like yeah, rogue like really, action it, game. It kind of it kind of doesn't do anything special now. Um, I, I think the I think the thing that is special about both the first and second game compared to other ones, well, no, not really anymore. But when the first one came out, was all the stacking different ability things, because like most of the game is you just killing enemies that randomly spawn over and over until you activate a thing to get to the next level. And while you're killing them, you're getting money, and you're using that money to buy random drops that just buff your character to, in, like, really weird ways. And now we have Hades. You know, like, now we have other games that, like, did that. So it's, like, extra nothing special at this point, where, like, doing that in the original one was kind of was kind of cool. Like, you would get some really crazy combinations of things. And, yeah, so they basically just did that. The first one was a 2D game side-scrolling. Now it's a 3D game, like, third-person shooter. And it's basically the same game. Yeah, I'm sure. I bet I bet it's literally that they just mapped the whole concept to yeah. a 3D world. Yeah, like, the last area was, was different than the first game and, like, what you needed to do for the goals. But, yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's fun. It's It's a good co-op game. Like... I'll play it when you guys want to play it. I don't know that I'll ever play that game by myself. Yeah, I, I probably won't do much playing by myself, but I have played a good bit with Josh in the last week and and uh, Justin, the other member of our friend group. Yeah, and you guys went real hard on it while I was away. <laughs> I, I I like that game quite a bit. I think yeah. I think that the ability stacking is fun. Yeah, um, it's fun to like try to break the game. Hades was fun in that same way. You could just get a run where you were like, yeah, you couldn't die. Mm-hmm. And this absolutely has that. And it also has like a cool way that it levels up the difficulty yeah. to the point where you can like have an unbeatable build 
against an actual like GPU crashing amount of enemies, which yeah. is like really it it gets insane, and that's kind of fun. Like just to yeah, to and their see health it. is continuously let like everything is continuously leveling up as you play because it's all based on time. Yeah, which is which is really funny because like when we were watching you do the last boss last night. You could see its health bar increasing <laughs> because yeah. we had we had spent so much time on the run that we were in the part where it's like just gets really hard. And like even though you were doing damage to it, you would see its total health like go up ev- like every second, which was really, really good. Yeah. And yeah. like there's enough classes that play differently that I can see like yeah. any time anybody wants to get that game out, I'll be like, yeah, I'm down for yeah, for I, there's yeah, there's a ton of re- replayability in that yeah. regard. Yeah, there's like what ten characters or something. Yeah, and they're all really 11. different. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that's cool for sure that it has that. And those and, characters um, can unlock new weapons and stuff too. So there's even some like specialization within the character oh, really? classes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So that's neat. And the other thing that I really like about it is just that it's very it's like a very non-committal game. Like even yeah. Hades had this kind of dangling carrot of like keep playing. You want to like see the you story. Need to make progress. You mm. want to do this. You want like and the amount of like written content that was in that game that kept you going is like one of the good things about that game. Yeah. But the lack of that in this game is refreshing because like if I turn it off today and don't turn it on again for six months, there's absolutely no thread yeah. that I have to pick up. Like it's literally yeah. just a thing that I can turn on and turn off and it 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 will meet me on those terms and that's good totally and the runs like besides the one we had last night which probably was a bad first impression for your first run but most of the runs are like 20 to 30 minutes which is even even to getting to the boss like the final thing no that's i mean we we went all the that's the first time i've been all the way last night oh last night oh yeah no, I uh, prior to the one we ran last night, my longest run was forty-five minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, t- time-wise, I wasn't even thinking about it. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's... it's like it's like a good length of time to where when you die, you're like, let's do one more, let's do one more, and yeah. it's not so long that like Returnal, where you play for two hours and then you die and you just <laughs> feel so defeated about mm-hmm. about what the game is. So yeah, Risk of Rain two, I would I would golf clap. Like I think it's oh wow already I think it's, yeah in a fifteen dollar package the amount of with the amount of uh, time that I put into it I, I for sure would would uh, say that game deserves yeah it. I want to play more of it I mean it's it's I I I had wanted to play it for so long and then I kind of just like never got into it because I really did want to play it co op that was the we've, only reason I was we've interested. gotten a lot of similar roguelike games too in the last couple years where <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not exactly doing anything new. It's just doing old things really well, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think it's only on Steam. I'm not sure if it made it cuz the first one for sure was a PC only game. So I don't know if this one it it also only just recently kind of came out of early access, I think. Yeah. So yeah, at least at least in the last year or so is is all that it's been. Yeah. And I think there's yeah. more planned content for it too, so I Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah, it's it's for sure good. Uh, I'll I'll definitely play more of it. It's it's a good because uh, we don't currently have a 
like group game right yeah. now. So, yeah. Feels good to play. Abilities feel good. It, it made the transition to 3D pretty well. Which one so. do you think feels better to play? Like, would you rather be in 3D or would you rather be... I'd rather be in 3D. It was it was actually kind of difficult to play uh, 2D because I, I want to say that was a keyboard-only game. I bet it, if you went back now, it's not like that anymore. Yeah, maybe. I can't... I don't remember having free aim with a mouse, but I don't know. I could be wrong. I haven't played it in eight years, so... But yeah, it being a side-scroller was kind of crazy because things would just overlap and and then you couldn't necessarily hit like certain enemies, you know? Yeah, yeah. They would just, they would just stack on each other. And, you know, movement was obviously limited because you can only really go up and down and left and right, so... Yeah, I think it's better in third. It was it was a good it was a good idea to do that instead of just doing a se- a second one 2D. Yeah. The soundtrack rips for yeah. sure. Yeah, it is good. Yeah. Zone out, shoot some aliens. Call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, that's the reader's digest version of Risk of Rain. Yeah. I really like uh I really like as far as I understand the reason it's called Risk of Rain is because it it very quickly turns into kind of like a bullet hell thing. <laughs> so, like if you aren't taking things out fast, that's when all the enemies start spawning and everything and is happening. It's really coming down on you really fast, yeah. And like they they title the um the difficulties. The difficulty. Yeah, like what easy is drizzly. Yeah, drizzle. You know, so like or drizzle or something, yeah. So I know hard. It's, it's the hard funny. difficulty is monsoon. I can't remember yeah. what the medium, like the standard difficulty is. It's like a it's like a goofy way to name something that has like virtually nothing to do with the game. <laughs> you know, like it's it's good. I well, appreciate that. I wouldn't confidently say that it has nothing to do with the game. There is a buttload of lore for you to dig into in a like lore book where every item that you have has a backstory and writing about it. It's just one of those games that doesn't put the lore in front of you unless you actually dig up. Yeah. The, so you do one run and then you have like two hours worth of reading, which means I'll <laughs> never look at it ever because yeah, no way. Yeah. I, uh, the, the rain might also have something to do with the game. How like enemies spawn. It, it might be that too. That sounds kind of familiar. Like it brings them out or something. Because I think it's raining in every level that you're playing to, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I'm not sure. I haven't paid that much attention to yeah. the rainfall. Yeah. But good game. Yeah. Uh, I, I did finish Resident Evil 8, which... Oh, you hadn't? Oh, yeah. You, I guess you hadn't on the I was, like, one. at the very end in our last yeah. episode. So, quick wrap-up thought on that. Um, it's amazing. It's going to be one of my game of the year for sure. Uh, everyone should play it. The riff they had on the lab, like the le- the lab level, was awesome. <laughs> oh, so there is a there is a science. That's lab. all I'm gonna say. The riff on the science lab was amazing. Pretty sick. Great okay. game. Wait, riff on what the lab is, or riff in terms of the music? Uh, what the lab is. Okay, okay. And I I really just to clarify. <laughs> With the closure of that game, I'm really invested in where that series is going. Like, really? Uh, yeah, they did some really cool stuff story wise, and I think they're even bridging 
like the movie universe with the oh, no. game universe, which is dope. Really? Uh, Do you yeah, follow all those movies? Have you seen all of them? I've probably seen five or six. I think I have a Blu-ray copy of, yeah, at least like the first five or six of them. Oh, okay. So I haven't, se- I haven't seen one in forever. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's fun. It is fun. I was impressed with the amount of writing that was packed into the end of that game. Yeah. So that's cool. Cool. But uh, that's about all we have, except for the fighting game section, which is my favorite. (laughs) Yeah, there is a new fighting game. So let's talk about it. Guilty Gear Strive. Guilty Gear Strive. Uh, we, we have an old episode that Nick could dig up if you asked him about where we're <laughs> playing ask, the first Guilty Gear, Guilty Gear XR Rev 2, yeah. um, on PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the first, one of the first fighting games that when we started getting into them a little bit that we poked around on. I uh, would so, say we played that one a lot. Yeah. Compared to other ones. Yeah. I yeah. would agree. I beat that game. I beat the car- arcade modes with every character. I think I did too. But I didn't go online at all with that game. So I tr- I think I played a little bit online and it was very demoralizing. So we played with each other and then after yeah. getting into fighting games I came to learn that that game specifically is one of the most complicated games <laughs> on the market <laughs> like in terms of mechanics and stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was always. There was always, like, once I learned to play fighting games, I always had this hang up about when I turned that game on. It just felt like there was so much of that game that I couldn't access that it was frustrating for me. Um, yeah. So, anyways, Guilty Gear Strive, new game, a follow up to that game. Uh, the design philosophy for this was one where they were trying to bring in newer. Uh, people people that weren't fans of Guilty Gear in general. And so mm-hmm. a lot of those hard-to-reach mechanics, hard-to-access mechanics that were turned off to me in the first game are either gone or folded into other mechanics in this game. And I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we talk a lot about like accessibility in terms of games. And it's a constant, it's a constant struggle in the fighting game sphere because the genre is so niche that yeah. they want to pull in new players, but they also don't want to make mad the people that play the game for thousands and thousands of hours because that's <laughs> yeah. like their core, you know, yeah, that's the their core, core fan base. So I think they kind of landed on the side of pissing off a lot of the gearheads with oh, this really? game. Yeah, kind of. But. Guilty Gear Strive specifically has really good netcode. And there's a one system mechanic in it. It's called the Roman Cancel System, which basically allows you to hit a button and it just stops the animation of whatever you're doing. And you can use that on offense or on defense. It's like a really open-ended system. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting for that in a fighting game because it creates... uh, it just creates interactions that you don't see repeated a lot. Like, 
it's not like you learn your combo and then you hit your combo and then every match is you doing that one combo. Since yeah. everyone has this cancel system where they can just stop the animations of whatever they're doing, it means you could do something really risky, but then cancel it so that it's not risky or you can there's just there's so many applications of that that I think it leads to a game that's really creative. And mm. in the brief amount of time that I've spent with it, I've seen that a ton and it's kind of neat. I think that's neat. Yeah, um, Roman canceling always seemed like really unattainable in our time with Exert also like yeah. doing things with it. So I'm still struggling in strive to like make use of it and figure out when to do it and remember to do it. <laughs> so, but it is, it is cool. It, cause it does like when you see it work, it's just like, Oh, you could do this. You could do this. You could do this. It's, it is really cool. Yeah. It's, it's very open-ended. Like yeah. there, there's not one, there's not one answer for any specific situation. Like there's literally, three mechanics or moves that you can do to answer an opponent spamming whatever move that it really makes for like an just a creative open-ended thing that i think is really cool in a fighting game Mm -hmm. and that's what that's what i've liked about it thus far yeah i uh i'm obviously enjoying really fundamental basic shit like it looks fucking amazing (laughs) Yes. Like, it looks so cool in action. It is so sweet to just see those characters animate. It's it's really cool that we... I'm really glad that, like, we spent a good bit of time with Exerd to, like, kind of get familiar with some of them and, like, see how they changed in this one. Yeah. Um, Exerd has a story mode that is basically, <laughs> yeah. like, a five-hour anime. It's, like, a lot of... It's, like, a, a lot of animated dialogue, and then they have some action sequences... And mm-hmm. I've re- I rewatched that just recently to kind of get ready for this game, which also has that story mode. Mm-hmm. And I think the characters actually are really like three dimensional and interesting, and they all have backstory and a lot of lore. That like this game, I think, is right up there with Mortal Kombat in terms of like how cool the characters fleshing out its universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. like. The game Strive and Exard have this big glossary so that you can like go look up everything that's happened in the entire franchise. And oh yeah, that's right. I've read a lot of that. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. The one on Strive is like this big timeline, and they have like this big web of like character relationships that you can kind of access. And so yeah, they did a really, really cool. good job of like bringing the user up to speed on like who yeah. these these characters that you're using are. And it's just another example of them trying to make the game accessible to a new audience. But mm-hmm. I think it's it's really cool. And those characters are sick. They're drawn awesome. They have cool backstories. Uh, it's just another thing to kind of motivate you to get good at the game is what I yeah. would say. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't really spent a ton of time poking around into like other things in the game because I kind of... I've been busy, but then also like when it when it came out, I just kind of immediately jumped into playing online. Yeah, yeah. I I did I did like uh, 
I did like one part of the tutorial so far, so I need to do all of that because there's definitely a lot of stuff I still don't really understand about the game and, yeah. and, and can't pull off and whatever. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it has a really lengthy tutorial again, which is always good for fighting games. Yeah, they ch- they changed it a bit, right? Like from Exerd because Exerd had character specific tutorials, which. I would have appreciated. No, they have they have stuff like that in this. They There's, do. So their tutorial is like literally ten seconds long. They make sure you know how to hit buttons, and then they send you into the game. There's a mission mode in this. Yeah, game, yeah. Which is like increasing That's, in level. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the, some of the final missions are how to deal with uh, an example: how to deal with Ramathal's swords in the corner and when to escape. Oh, really? So they okay. have some character-specific, like... Some things, but it's not like running through, like, here's a typical combo string that you can use with well, the character, is what I mean. I think they have that, too, because when you go to the, like, the the mission that you're talking about would be, like, canceling into super. And then mm-hmm. when you choose the cancel into super mission, you can pick any character and do the oh, mission with that yeah, character. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's so right. It, okay. it will give you... It's just like kind of a, yeah, it's not like an explicit, here's this character, now work through all the missions. Yeah, it's not, here's 10 10 combos with this character. I don't don't think it has that really. Yeah, that's what I thought. I didn't think it had that. Yeah. 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 Uh, Yeah. So I I haven't done a ton of poking around on the game either, really. I probably played twice as much tutorial as you, and then I've mainly been playing with Josh. Mm Mm-hmm. So I I watched a good part of the story before I decided that I wanted to go back and watch Exerd again. Yeah. So I'll probably restart that. But you don't get like a if you care about achievements, you don't get anything for watching the story in game. So I would say oh, that okay, like it's probably better to just find that on YouTube and watch it on your couch. Yeah, instead of going through the yeah, yeah. So it'll I mean it'll save and everything where you're at if you do it on your computer, but. I don't know. When I spend time at my computer chair, I kind of want to play. I don't want to sit there for a couple hours and right, right, like go through a story mode like that. So, yeah, yeah. that's that's it. I mean, any uh, is there anything that you are disappointed with in the game? Do you no anything specifically that you like in terms of it versus other fighting games? I think it's interesting. Like, you just explode when you get hit. Like the, the yeah. pace, the pace of it is so fast. It's you really di- fast. You yeah. die so quick, and yeah, rounds are over really quick. Yeah, I think that's. I think it's good because I think it, for me at least, it takes a lot of the frustration, of. You don't have time to sit and be frustrated. It's over well, before you know. <laughs> yeah, just in and out of matches, it's really snappy. But like sometimes, like. You know, you get this in your you get in your own head when you're playing a fighting game, and you're like, "I'm better than this person. I'm better at this game than they are. They shouldn't beat me." And then they do like a really easy combo, and you're like, "That combo is so easy. It just does a lot of damage. They're just beating me because they're p- picking the easy <laughs> character and doing the easy combo." Like, I think a lot of that frustration is removed in this game because literally everybody has access to just like ridiculous damage and yeah pretty easily so like the whole oh that's easy to do 
I don't know. I, I've kind of changed my mentality a lot, so it's probably that a little bit too, but I don't know. I just think that the TTK being so low is cool. Yeah. I I don't yeah, like I I only kind of just thought about that now that like I am at the low I'm I am the worst one of us playing it for sure right now and I'm not getting angry at that. It just is what it is. I don't have time to get angry cuz it's over. You know, it's like I I don't have time to sit there and be like fuck you. You keep doing this fucking thing. Fuck you. It's just over. Like the if somebody if you get hit and you can't get out of it, it's done. And then you just go on and do the next round and like you start back over, your your meter resets. You're not worrying about carrying meter into the next round, which I think is you know not as interesting as something like Street Fighter where like you have to manage your meter a little bit. I think it's cool that you just have to build it up again. Yeah. And and it also well, it also reason, encourages you to use it. The reason you have to build it up again too is because it's really strong. Uh, which is fine. Yeah, and, and but it and because like it's if you strong, started it, around you should be using it, you know. Yeah, if you started around with meter, you could like essentially kill in one com one hit kind of. Yeah. Yeah, so, so like that stuff's that's good. That's good stuff yeah. for how this how the game works. I th- yeah. I feel like um as far as uh as far as I think we sort of talked about it when we played the beta, but like they removed the like kick punch slash heavy slash thing that they did for that was like universal across every character in yeah. Xrd. Like now they're character specific, and so like for me it means okay, you have to be a little bit more familiar with every character and, like, know what is coming. And and it's not just like, okay, you're up in the air, it's kick punch slash heavy slash, and it's going to happen every time. Like, it's it's like you have to know what to do, and I think that's good. Even if I'm never going to get to that point, I don't know, or, if, you know, I'm just going to continue to struggle. I think that's a good thing. Um, and I And it makes me remember to... As weird as this sounds, it makes me think remember... About to do, yeah, like I know what chain of normals is a combo now with Faust, rather than leaning on the ra- yeah, rather than doing yeah, like I don't have to remember to hit all four buttons now. I only have to remember to do a combo of two buttons. Yeah. So like it like simplified it a bit, but it's more character specific, and I I think that's good, and and also it kind of opens up a little bit more. You know, this is me not. N- totally understanding excerpt at all but like it opens up a little bit more experimentation with what links into stuff i guess yeah right like like it's not just okay i landed a hit now i'm doing the thing into another thing it's it's more like this combos into this but what else can i do off of that instead of like finishing that chain basically and so it's, it's interesting for you to bring this up uh without getting like too in depth with it I would say having that chain combo thing exist in Xard and being able to lean on that versus not having it in this game and having to specifically learn is only applicable to like the lowest, no offense, the lowest level of oh, yeah. playing the game. Like if all you can I do is- I will never is, be high level. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm just, I'm getting to a point about it here. Um, yeah. If all you know is like that chain combo, light punch- into heavy into slash into heavy slash if all you know is that like yes you can rely on it and it was fine 
for us playing against each other with that. But like, as soon as you get online, you're getting bodied without knowing. Oh yeah, uh, sp- and without knowing specific combos like you're talking about knowing in Strive. So all yeah. that it really does is maybe force you to learn faster. But what I do think is good about not having the they call it Gatling chain combos. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. It was Gatling. Without, yeah. What I do think is interesting about not having the Gatling chain combos is you have less time to make a decision while playing the game. Because if you have the Gatling chain combo, which you said you don't even have to think about, you can like be pumping in that light to heavy combo while you're thinking about what your next input is going to be. Whereas in this game, since you don't have four or five buttons to press before you decide what the next gun button's going to be, you only have two. It, it makes that window of decision-making a lot smaller and I think it adds to the pace of the game where you feel like you don't even have time to think, oh, I made a bad decision there because you're already like on to the next decision in the match. Does that make sense? I think so. <laughs> it's like a f- like fighting games are basically just like a series of knowledge tests, knowledge checks between two people. And so th- the thing that I like about Strive without with with them getting rid of like the amount of buttons that you're pressing in a match and get rid getting rid of that Gatling chain combos that you're not pressing as but as many buttons and it's forcing you to go through knowledge checks faster. It's forcing you to make decisions faster than you would have yeah. made them in the old game. It just it adds to the pacing of the game and then you throw on top of that like how fast you die. Like mm-hmm. I just think it just it feels like frenetic and in your face and that's a cool thing for a fighting game, I think. Yeah, it super feels frenetic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to be clear, like I think both those things have their place in fighting games. Like oh, sure. Street Fighter Five, for example, is a game that feels it like it's played at a much slower pace. But I like that about Street Fighter Five. It feels more like reactable and like set up. Like you plan a setup to execute on a person as opposed to a guilty gear where you're more freestyling things. Yeah. Is how is how I would describe it. Yeah. Yeah, I uh Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where to go <laughs> off of that. Uh I I like the I like the wall breaking stuff. I think that's a cool idea. It can be really frustrating, but it's also another thing that's like, well, I'm splatted against the wall and um, probably almost dead anyway if that already happens. So. so I think they purposely made wall mechanics a little bit obtuse. Like I've been trying to figure out how, like when things wall break and when they don't wall break and when they wall stick and when they don't wall stick because it affects the combo route that you're supposed to use. Mm. Like if someone's bouncing off the wall, you have to use a different attack than when someone sticks to the wall. Right. And like when they bounce or stick is determined by like weight of the character and whether it's counter hit or not and whether you got hit out of the air or not. There's like so many variables that Hmm. it's really hard to, it's it's hard to know like in the moment what's going to happen. And that makes, it makes doing the easy combo harder. Like obviously there's probably characters in the game that whose moves will cover more scenarios than other ones. But I feel like that was another way that they tried to make it accessible to 
newer players is for one, you don't get stuck in the corner because you break through the corner and then it goes, it resets back to neutral. Mm-hmm. That's so, true. Yeah. And so someone who knows how to play can't just like stuff you in the corner the whole, whole round. Yeah. But also like for the people that are grinding the game, I think it, it's hard to just understand how that wall is going to interact with your character because the variables are so crazy about how they do it. I guess I assumed it was just frequency of being hit into the wall. Like, if you do it at a rapid enough pace, it's eventually going to be a wall splat and then break. Well, I think I think you can hit the wall three times, and on the third time, you'll splat and it'll break. But uh, there is, like, moves that are stronger that cause more wall damage. Like, hmm. the wall specifically has, like, HP, kind of, in terms okay. of the game. So... And, like, I don't know if, like, if we go to one corner and you hit against the wall and then we fight to the other corner and then go back to the corner on the yeah, right, like, I don't know it if remem- it stays it or, yeah. like... And in the <laughs> Never mi- see that happen. <laughs> in the middle of a match, like, you're not thinking about how many times I hit the wall, so... Well, just- so, I I have been. It's It's been like, okay, I'm up against the wall, I've been hit into it, it's probably coming soon, I guess, is the basic thing. Is, is what I was thinking in terms of, like, frequency attack. Because, you know, I'm spending all the time being stuck in a corner. <laughs> so so it se- that's where I was just thinking, like, it just seems... I, I guess I haven't even thought about it like you have. Like, I haven't been worrying, like, what exactly leads to that. So, and I know with, I know with Faust, like, what should lead to it. And I guess I didn't really think about it being, like... Well, I I struggle or anything. I struggle with getting combos that will knock someone through the wall because I feel like the combo routes of the character that I use, I'm using Soul. I feel like he has a lot of combo routes, like a lot of his moves combo into each other, but there's specific ones that you need to do the wall break. Based on like yeah, to do the wall break and it's based on like whether they're in the air or whether they're on the ground or whether it's counter hit and like I don't I can't hmm. process that information fast enough to get yeah. the correct combo yeah. to get the wall break. So it's 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 interesting. Like I I think it's cool and it it's like it's something that I feel like I could focus on and it will it's an easy thing to learn and then make me better at playing the character. Yeah, it, I mean I think it probably would be because it's like a really, it's like an extreme advantage too, right? Like as soon as you get a wall break, you get a ton of meter, don't you? Like that's, it's like you get a benefit off doing that. Like it, it, it brings up that positive thing, and then it like blows up your meter, doesn't it? Well, yeah, it, it does give you, it, it makes you get meter faster. Yeah. Um, but my character is better with someone in the corner than he is in mid screen. Mm-hmm. So that reset to mid screen is also not better than me p- bumping someone in the corner. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's probably some meta, which I don't have any idea. There's probably some meta no. to like allowing a person not to break through the wall. Yeah. Like backing off or something. Yeah. Yeah. But it is, it is big bonus damage and you don't have much damage to begin with. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it's I think it's cool. I'm excited to play more. I it's it's been more fun than I would have imagined than I was hoping. I guess I don't know. It's over delivered yeah. for me personally. The game has. Yeah, I I didn't 
have a ton of expectations. I don't know how hard I'll go on playing online, but I want to as of now. Like I want to Yeah. I want to play more of it and I want to play with other characters and mess around with them. I want to I want to go through all of their story things cuz I want to it's just an easy way to like screw around with them while I'm not sure a, that there's quote, arcade mode endings things. really. I thought there was. There might not be. I mean, you can, be, you can do it with every character, I guess, even if there isn't an ending. It I played matter. I played one arcade mode with oh, Saul. It didn't, do, it and didn't it was have like, a thing. It was like Saul and Kai on the versus, not versus, like on the level, game level screen, exchanging like two things of dialogue, and that was it. Yeah, that's what it, it actually, the game actually like describes that. <laughs> it's like play with every character and have different interactions with yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's, that's all it is. Yeah. It's like literally just him that's saying... Funny. So that's funny. Yeah. Bare minimum in terms of endings, I would say. Yeah, whatever. I I meant more as a like a way a mode to just screw around with them instead of just sitting in training yeah. mode cuz like yeah. I I really only like doing training mode while waiting for a match. I'm not probably ever going to be that person that just lab stuff. Yeah. So yeah. No fun no fun in discovery for you? Uh not I don't care enough. <laughs> I, I just don't care enough. Uh, like you know that even in Street Fighter, I didn't do that. Yeah, I know. I'm a majority just... of my time in Street Fighter was just playing against people. I'll I'll figure things out while playing, even if I'm losing. I don't really care that much. Uh, if you're so, losing, then you're not figuring things out. I don't agree with that statement. Just because you lost doesn't mean you didn't figure it out. <laughs> you could figure out what led to you losing. No, I mean like if you're if you're never mind. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm just, I was just being smart. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I got on Guilty Gear. Yeah, I don't have much. There's a Evo's right around the corner. I think there's another character supposed to come out in the next week or two. Ooh. So that's fun. Wow, that's pretty quick too. I think it's gonna be a brand new character. They said, mm. which <laughs> I would rather have one of the old ones. There's like I know probably four or five that I'm looking forward to maybe yeah there there were a bunch that i would like to see in that game now yeah. yeah so but they could do a new cool one i think giovanna who's new to the series is a pretty cool character is um as is naga ryuki or yes, however you say he's, new, he's too. new too right yeah. yeah yeah i think the two new characters there's only two right yep it's just those two. Or, I, th I think they're both cool yeah yeah game's good so uh, there's some wonkiness to the lobby system. Oh my god! Yeah, I wasn't even gonna. I can't, yeah, yeah. It's awful. And yep, it's uh, pretty bad. That sucks that we're in 2021 and can't get a working lobby for our multiplayer games. Specifically, but, fighting games that Arc Systems makes. <laughs> yeah, but um, to any other developer, they can't deliver that either. That sucks. So. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, I'm it's, excited. It seems I'll, like the most basic feature that was solved how long ago. Yes, exactly. But whatever, yeah. So. Yeah. That's all I got. Anything else uh, you're looking forward to coming out soon? Um, Nope. I'm never ready for that question. I just I just feel like my mind doesn't operate that way for games anymore, it seems. Um, you don't look forward to things? Games specifically, I just don't pay attention to news as much anymore. So, like, I just don't, I don't have like mental notes of what's coming out. 
So I don't know. <laughs> the answer is I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think. You're not going to play Skyward Sword. No. I think that's the most... The oh, next... Metroid. Obviously, I'm excited for Metroid, but that's like three months away. Yeah, which it's isn't really October. That, it's not really that far, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe we're due for some slow months. That should be good. Uh, a lot of Guilty Gear to play. Yeah, I have a bunch of stuff I want to play. I need to finish Mass Effect 2. Probably going to take a break between 2 and 3. And... Um, oh, I did start playing No More Heroes. Oh yeah, I forgot I started that. Yeah, what uh, was your what's your opinion on it? I mean, it's it's old. It's for sure old. I'm not like, I think I did like three or four of the kills so far. Oh, that's good. You're halfway through the game. There's only 10. yeah. I mean, it's not it's not really like it doesn't really bother me that much to have to drive around. Like I started thinking about how like. It's not it, terrible. It's just it's yeah. just not respectful of your time. I mean, it, the vehicle works fine. You occasionally crash it on some geometry that doesn't exist, and then you're like, "Well, now I gotta walk." Yeah. To the it's just like it's and you can't sprint. Old. There's no it's sprint. Old. No, and it's just it's, old. It's an old game. That's yeah. all. Yeah, and like the the menial task type stuff is like kind of funny to me more than anything because it's like it's like it's oh yeah, this be- is it's better at the beginning of the game than it is at the end. Yeah, like, I mean, I now at this point, I'm at the point where you have to, like, kind of grind a little bit to get to the money, and that is dumb. Like, I I don't know what the idea was there, other than, like, the tedium is probably part of the point. Yeah. So, and, and like, all the the mini-games have, like, special font for the name of the game. So, like, it is part of just the joke, Yeah. I think. So, yeah. Um, Travis is hilarious. He's so, he's so lame in the first game. He's so lame, but it's good. Uh, I think, I think as a podcast, we've probably given the most time to the no. I don't think anybody's franchise. than any other podcast yes, ever. Yes, probably. We're, we're, yeah. o- we're over the amount of, of yes. time for every, every other podcast on no more heroes content. Agreed. Agreed. The only, the only stop for no more heroes. So Yeah. I, I, I just remembered that I was playing that, so. That's fun. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that'll do it for this one. Uh, get at us with punishgame at gmail.com if you want to ask us a question or leave us a comment. We have a store of swag. The link is always in the episode description. I uh, Social media at with Punish Game. Not a whole lot going on there, but it's an easy way to reach us. <laughs> but yeah, that's going to do it, I think. Uh, that's all I got. Um, check out my wife's blog. I got to plug it because that's who I'm married to. <laughs> and your visitation is beneficial to me as well. I was like, where are you going with that? <laughs> and right. uh, go ahead. What are you going to ask? I wasn't going to ask anything. Oh, it sounded like you made a noise. But, yeah, no, nothing else game-wise. Um, maybe I'll get a stream going at some point. I just am lazy. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I kind of abandoned streaming for now. It's not It's not something I not feel Not a like priority. Doing. Nope. Nope, sorry. <laughs> to all the would-be fans. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's going to do it. Until next time. Keep playing games. Peace. Peace.